Adam, happy New Year. We're back. Are you, did you have a nice New Year's? Yes. I know you were in New York. Yes, we, we got to do uh, the New York thing, which was great. Got to uh, um, go up to the top of the rock at sunset. I know you like your sunsets. Yeah, you sent me a picture. I, that was fantastic. That, that was pretty awesome. So, yeah, it was a great trip. Well, uh, I know you guys were happy, but you weren't as happy as these guys. Let me play you a little clip here. You ready? <laughs> this is a group of players in the locker room dancing after an FA Cup win. And we're going to get into that a bit later on in the show uh, because it's uh, time for free kicks uh, with your with your good pals, uh, Adam and Rick. And we start it right now. And now, free kicks. Free kicks. With Illinois Youth Soccer Association's Director of Coaching, Adam Howarth and Rick Kemper. So uh, before we get into the FA Cup, uh, that's uh, that was a team. We'll, we'll talk about them in just a bit here. That uh, had a big upset in the FA Cup. Um, we should talk about uh, what's going on with the U.S. men's national team. That's kind of been a a big story over the break here, and um, it turns out that this uh, Burhalter versus Reina story is kind of a uh, a personal grudge <laughs> and and it's it's weirder than it appeared at first i know adam i'm not going to make you comment on this you've got uh your job with the with the the folks there but i can say that it really breaks down to this it it if when push comes to shove it sounds to me like this is an argument over playing time between parents and coaches and every coach who's ever coached has faced this issue and I remember when you and I coached together, there were parents that were had stopwatches on the sidelines, making sure that their kids played exactly the number of minutes that uh, the, someone else's kid played. Uh, this is something that uh, every coach has gone through. Obviously not to this level, and obviously <laughs> not uh, it, it, it's not uh, quite as damaging as this could be to the U.S. national team, but. Um, it's a story as old as time, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll see how it all plays out, and hopefully they can come to a, a good resolution down yeah. the road. All right. Let's get to uh, soccer and find out what's happening on the pitch. Premier League football. What's happening on the pitch? And we're going to find out that uh, there's other teams other than just the Premier League. Isn't that true, Adam? The FA Cup. Oh, the, the, the yes, absolutely. The uh, the beauty of the cup. That's what we call it. We love it. It's one of the best weekends in football. When you see these lower ranked teams against the higher ranked teams, it's the NCAA tournament in the way of soccer. It's great. You know, um, I I splurged last year and and got the ESPN Plus just for there the FA go. Cup. Got to do it. And uh, I was watching it all weekend, and it was fantastic. Mm-hmm. And some mm-hmm. huge upsets. Uh, a lot of Premier League teams got knocked out. And the the clip that we played at the beginning, that was yeah. – how, how do you pronounce this team? It's a fourth division team. Yeah. S- Stevenage? Stevenage, yes. Stevenage FC. 
Stevenage FC knocked out Aston Villa yeah. from the Premier League, and that was the clip of the uh, the players dancing mm-hmm. in the yeah. <laughs> in, in the locker room, and it was just a fun clip. You you can go out there and see it on Twitter. Oh, I think yeah. the Men in Blazers uh, tweeted it out. Great stuff. Yeah, uh, did you see was... any of these games? I, I was not, unable to see any of them. We were coaching. We'll talk about right. our ODP stuff later, but right. I got obviously got to see all the clips and the Stevenage one. I went back and watched a good chunk of that. Um, but the crazy thing about it, Rick, was that they were Aston Villa was up with I basically know. three minutes left. I know. So this you you couldn't have you couldn't have done it any better. So basically, Stevenage scored the last two goals in the 88th and 90th minutes to win the tie. So. It was it was a great finish. I would say probably Aston Villa fell asleep a little bit on that corner. Yeah, you always got that's what do we always say. We got to be awake on the dead balls. Yeah, that's, that's what you right. got to do. Set pieces, um, set but, pieces. Yeah, exactly. And he they took a short corner and he smashed it into the near post. But that was great. But uh, it was it was awesome because you know the whole I, I love Twitter in the, for, so, for so many things. And some of the stuff that Stevenage was doing during the game was really good. So I kind of caught a few of these things. There was one particular quote which was really good, even though the Stevenage at this point was losing. This was the 60th, 66th minute. And they said, Philip Coutinho is coming off. But the, the, the best part was when they – and I guess they called it trolling. I guess yeah. that's the, the <laughs> yes, two exactly. terms. So we're, we're trolling them. So um, – but the best part was when the Stevenage uh, people said the substitution took longer than usual as they had to dig him out of Luther James Walden's back pocket. Wow. So that was great. <laughs> so that was awesome. I know you love your, your, uh, your, uh, Adjectives, with, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, the adjectives, and then the, and then you then he throws in a, a two-parter for his last name. It was great. So, uh, but you could see that Stevenage was just up for the fight, and then it all turned great for them in the last couple of minutes. But yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, unless you're an Aston Villa fan, then <laughs> it's not awesome. Um, yeah. So, but then there was another huge upset. There's a team mm-hmm. from the National League, we call it, right, which is the yeah, fifth right. division. Yep. And that's Wrexham, the team that you know we've been following on TV with uh, yep. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney or, uh, as mm-hmm. the owners. They went and beat a team in the championship, Coventry City, a giant upset and an yeah. unbelievable. I watched the whole game. It was an mm-hmm. unbelievable game, four yeah, to three. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think they. I think I. I heard somebody saying it had everything: goals, red cards. Penalty kicks, uh, saves by the go- great saves by the goalkeepers. It was like the perfect match, but well, you know, one, you fully know, deserving. Oh, yeah. at one point they were up four to one, um, yeah. and on that fourth goal, the it was a penalty kick, and the guy who mm-hmm. uh, did the handball got a red card. So you're thinking yeah. it's four to one, Coventry's okay, down yeah. to ten players. And then Coventry makes a huge comeback. And that last uh, 20 minutes, it was just a bombardment. You could see the Wrexham players had nothing left in the tank at all. They were just barely scraping by. Um, but, wow, what a – I mean, I, I'm sure that this will be featured in a future episode. There's just no question about it. Don't you think? Yeah. Oh, it was it was great. Yeah, I think – I'm sure that's going to be part of their TV series for sure. But – 
yeah, it, it was interesting because it was an upset, but people kind of expected it, if that makes sense, just because of the publicity that's going around Wrexham, and you you kind of thought this could definitely happen. Yeah. Um, and then, and I know that there's um, a lot of people that are, you know, and this is just typical. You know, a lot of the other teams are jealous of Wrexham being owned by these two celebrities and it's not fair they've got obviously a lot of money being pumped into the club at this point but in a lot of respects and again it's slightly different money than maybe some of the other premier league teams where it's coming from right so yeah. you know not to, not yeah. to get into whole politics and everything else but <laughs> this is uh this is good american money well hard earned yeah. cash coming in so they so i think that's that's fair enough and you know they still got to get promoted. I mean they're still in a dogfight to get promoted in the in the in the uh, national league. But what a great result for them, and uh, we'll see how they do in the next round. Well, they're still uh, only I believe in second place in their that's right league. That's right, um, and that's not a guaranteed slot to move up, right? Yeah, right now I think it's just the top team that goes through. So they've got to come behind. I mean, there's still a lot of football to be played. Right. Uh, but uh, hopefully they can get through there. But, uh, yeah, Notts County or above them or another story club as well who've been around for a long time. So it's going to go down to the wire. Okay, there were a couple of other upsets we should talk about. Um, yeah. Maybe not quite at the level, but uh, Blackpool knocked out mm-hmm. uh, Premier League club uh, Nottingham Forest. And convincingly, four to one. Good yeah, game. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And that was an interesting one because the the club was getting a little bit of a grief because they flew to that game. So it was. I don't know if you heard about that. No. It's not particularly. It's not particularly far in terms of where how they go. And so, and obviously, Nottingham Forest made a massive amount of changes. Uh, which you can kind of understand because they are in a dogfight at the bottom of the table. So they've got to just really worry about the staying in the Premier League. True. So I believe they pretty much changed every player. But, uh, yeah, Blackpool, convincing win, 4-1. So uh, you can kind of see that that was what was going to happen. So I think uh, they're looking to maybe try to strengthen the squad, although not as far as a bit like Chelsea these days. They were signing everybody at the start of the year. So we'll <laughs> see true. how it goes. <laughs> yeah, we'll talk about Chelsea in a bit here. But uh, one more that I wanted to talk about in the uh, FA Cup, and that's uh, Sheffield Wednesday right. knock, knocking out Newcastle. Newcastle, who had been uh, on the move, right? Yeah, exactly. A bit, of a, a bit of a shocker, too. I mean, Sheffield Wednesday, another big club who've been around for a long, long time, uh, and the second, I believe, in League One. Um, so doing very well themselves. But, uh, yeah, a bit of a surprise. I think, again, same thing, Newcastle had quite a few players change. But you would you would expect a Newcastle in the form that they were in would have won that game. But I don't know if you saw any of the highlights. Newcastle did miss a lot of opportunities yes. to win that game. Yes. There was Chris Wood, especially at the end, pretty much just had the goal to knock it in and smashed it over, reminiscent of... Harry Kane's penalty kick there, but you know it was one of those one of those games where you know I I think Newcastle could have been playing all day and they were never going to score. So congrats to to Chef Weds as they are known to win that match. But anyway, so this is why this is why the uh, FA Cup is so exciting because yeah. you just never know what you're going to see. Um, mm-hmm. I think we're a few more weeks out before they do it again. Do you know off the top of your head when the next uh, 
Yeah. So scheduled for Friday, starting the 27th and 30th. So that's got weekend. Um, And so that's the fourth round draw is already there. Probably the best, most mouth-watering game. Fourth round game, Man City versus Arsenal. Should be a great one. Wow. Yeah, so that's going to be a good one. And uh, for our buddy Vince, he's still in there. Sunderland, they're still in there playing against the Premier League team. They've got Fulham in the next round, so uh, we'll see how that goes. Okay, so there's some there's some fun things to root for. Um, all right, let's talk about the transfer window, which uh, opened since we last mm. spoke, and uh, teams are starting to sign players. Uh, it hasn't been quite the flood of signings that I was expecting, but there have been a few, and Chelsea has done quite a bit here. Uh, talk yeah. about the uh, new players that are coming to Chelsea. Yeah, so we've got a couple of key ones here that have just joined. Um, Benoit Badashiel, hopefully I'm saying it correctly. I've still got to probably get my pronunciations correct on that one. And David Fafana, so that's great. So we have two Fafanas. That's going to make things really confusing. <laughs> yeah, I was so, about uh, that. <laughs> but both those players have come in. Uh, Fafana played kind of briefly in the uh, defeat to Man City in the FA Cup. Um, but uh, Benoit hasn't played yet, but. My goodness! If you if you think about the uh, perfect centre back, you're six foot four, twenty one, left footed, and you just signed a seven year contract. I think he might be a pretty good one. So yeah. um, I I think he's going to be the player that hopefully they can kind of work things around in the back. Uh, obviously, Chelsea's got some issues both defensively and offensively, so they've got yeah. to kind of work through that. But I, I, I'm a big believer of time. Graham Potter will get things going. It may just take a little bit longer, just like Mikel Arteta. It took him a little while to get things going. I'm sure they'll figure it out. But the big one, yeah. and they're on the on the cusp of signing him, is Wal Felix. Yeah, such a great World Cup uh, with Portugal. Looks like he's going to be signing any day here. So that's a that's an exciting one. You know, because you know we're a bit short on wingers because yeah. we need a few more. <laughs> Well, you know, they are dropping like flies, though, to be fair. But that's true. That's true. I, I, I mean, mean, the, the injuries. The, yeah, whew, the right. injury list at Chelsea is just unbelievable. And yeah, Christian exactly. Pulisic went down this week. You know, he's that's right. He's out for, for several weeks, I hear. Yeah, exactly. So I think there's like 10 to 12 players injured right now. So it's a tough one. And, you know, similar to what Liverpool's dealing with, they've had lots of injuries as well. But they they brought in a player themselves in Cody Gavko. I know you're following that closely. Yeah, I saw him play this past week. Yeah, do you think he's going to make a difference? No, I do not. Uh, I I think um, maybe I'm uh, in the same mindset that you are. So I'm a Liverpool supporter. You're a Chelsea supporter. This is not going to be our year. Yeah, yeah, and that's just I agree. that's just how it is. Yeah, I don't want to, yeah. you know, write off the rest of the season, but it's not looking good. <laughs> At least you're, yeah. I mean, you're closer to qualification for the Europa League, so you're only a, a, a few points out. But again, you know, Tottenham's in fifth; they've got thirty-three points. You know, Chelsea's got twenty-five, Liverpool's got twenty-eight, so. I think you're going to have a bunch of teams battling just to get into the Europa League. That's for sure. Yeah. I mean, it's just not that exciting, is it? No. no. <laughs> it's not It's not going to be our year. I mean, I'm, I'm 
I'm depressed. I I watched uh, Gepko uh, in the World Cup with the Netherlands. He's you know he's a good player. He, I I yeah. like him a lot, um, but uh, he's no Sadio Mane. No, exactly. He's I don't know if he's a, he's a he's a game changer, and that's what I mean. You hate to say, but that's what Liverpool need. I mean, Darwin Nunes is a game changer. The, the problem is he just can't score goals. Yeah. So that's the issue. He can't you know, he shoot. Puts himself, <laughs> he puts himself in great positions, but he's just having a hard time scoring. He's that got reminds no, me he's a got bit, no like, foot. I mean, he's got, he's all speed, and you know, and 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 the other thing is, if you ever watch him, he doesn't run with his head up. He's not looking mm-hmm. for his teammates. He misses wide open passes. I'm yeah. not happy with him at all. Okay. All right. <laughs> this is my I'm, feeling. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to hear that. <laughs> my goodness, we're getting you, you all fired up on a on, you, in the morning. But you yeah, just that's... picked that scab. You shouldn't have picked that scab. <laughs> but <laughs> I know, I know. But I, I'm certainly with you. I mean, and, and maybe he will come. He, he will come good. I hope so. He kind of reminds me of a bit of a. Fernando Torres, when he moved to Chelsea, he was great at Liverpool, was not doing it quite. I'm a big believer of time. We'll see. No, but you can only give him so much time, right? Just like Chelsea had to with Timo Werner and just didn't get it done. So all these are things that maybe a little, take a little bit of time. We'll see. So have you seen anything else in the transfer window that we should be talking about? I, there are you know a few players here or there, but nothing really of note that I've seen. Not yet. I've heard that Wout Wegpost, did I say that correctly? How's my German-Dutch? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, not too bad, but he, he's on the verge of going to Manchester United, which is an interest. And uh, those of you who can remember from the World Cup, he's the one that scored the, uh, the tying goal against Argentina right at the end off that crazy free kick that they kind of invented so that was really good um um, but then you know when you look at all of the other uh you know kind of maybes there's a lot of talk right now if anything there was actually more talk about people who were retiring if you heard did you hear about gareth bale retired yes uh and then also uh hugo Lloris retired from the national team Okay. Uh, for some, yeah, for some of those Tottenham t- uh, fans, I think they were hoping that we'd ride, retire from Tottenham, but that's not going to happen anytime soon. And actually, since we been... we last spoke, uh, also uh, Ronaldo has signed with Saudi Arabia. That's right. Exactly. He's going over there too. Yes. Uh, you know, even after talking, he wanted to play at the highest level. Of course. <laughs> where would you go? That that mighty league of Saudi Arabia, of course. But yeah. but that I think that could be an interesting one. With the with the big horse there, um, six foot six could be could be uh, an interesting uh, inclusion into the Premier League, and certainly for Manchester United, that might might help them with uh, having a slightly different look as well. So we'll see. Well, Manchester United, we got to say, is having a better season than either of our teams. That's right. They figured it figured it out. And again, gave him some time. He needed yeah. some time. He got his players where he needed to. I think that's it. I think obviously Liverpool's having to kind of reinvent themselves as well. And Chelsea, obviously, new manager. So we'll see how it goes. You know, this time next year, we might be talking about Liverpool and Chelsea in the Champions League. Who knows? Yeah, could be. Uh, but uh, right now, it's uh, it looks like it's Arsenal and, and Manchester City and, and, and made the best team win. That's uh, right. As we head out. All right. Well, Free Kicks is brought to you by the Illinois Youth Soccer Association. Illinois Youth Soccer is proudly serving the Illinois soccer community since 1975 and has a strong history of credibility. 
Illinois Youth Soccer is a non-profit corporation, official state association and charter member of the U.S. Soccer Federation, charter member of U.S. Youth Soccer, and administers U.S. Soccer Federation coaching programs, the Olympic Development Program, and administers U.S. Soccer Federation referee programs. For more information, go to IllinoisYouthSoccer.org. And uh, this is a, a big week for you guys, uh, isn't it? Yeah, always busy because we're leaving today, jumping on a flight. This is a Tuesday, jumping on a flight to head out to beautiful Philadelphia. Weather looks pretty good, actually, in the 40s. So uh, normally it's freezing at this time in the year. So we're heading out there for the National Tracksuit Convention. I mean, sorry, the National <laughs> Soccer Coaches Convention. So um, so we're excited about going out to that. It's always a lot of fun. If you want to uh, see to... a lot of black and white sweatpants, uh, <laughs> that is the place to go. Exactly right. Yeah, exactly. It's uh, it's as dull and dreary as most uh, towns in England, right? So everybody's <laughs> wearing black and gray. Uh, uh, other than the Borussia Dortmund coaches who come around with their bright yellow uh, jackets, yeah. but but no, it's uh, it's always a fun week. We we have a lot of meetings within US Youth Soccer has their workshop as well. So we have some leadership programs that we do. Obviously, we get to do a lot of network with some of our partners. And they have the biggest exhibit hall uh, that you'll ever see. So you get around and look at some of the new things that U.S. Uh, soccer and other things are bringing in. Uh, so it's uh, it's always kind of fun. And uh, maybe come back with something inventive when we come back on our next podcast. So we'll see. Sounds good. Well, I was at it, uh, the the conference a few years ago. When we did. Didn't we do a whole podcast from there? We did. We yeah. did. And it's coming back to Chicago in two years from now. So we're excited to be, hopefully be part of that when it comes back. So next year, you may have to figure out Anaheim. It's not a bad place to be in Ooh. January. So Ooh. so there you go. You <laughs> may, have to, may have to work that into the free kicks uh, um, budget. And then, uh, then the following year, it's back in Chicago. So Great. that should be fun. So the next two look really good. We'll get through Philadelphia this year, which is always fun. So it's a, it's a great place to be. And then uh, we move forward. But, yeah, lots of things going on. Um, and obviously, we just finished. We're, we're in the midst of our ODP programs. So we're, we're very busy with all that. So it's good. Yeah, that's great. All right. It's uh, it's time uh, for your favorite uh, segment of the show. We call it. Time now to guess the Premier League star. And, you know, this is the part of the show where you can play along at home. Uh, you can. You can be an expert. Uh, you could be a, one of these guys who beats someone who is going to a national coaches convention. That's there you uh, go. So this could be a, a chance to just uh, pat yourself on the back. All right, mm-hmm. this week's Premier League star is twenty-five years old. Okay. So he's you know about the average age, I'd say, of a Premier League star. He's currently playing professionally in his third different country. Mm-hmm. Right, England being the third. Uh, those three countries each speak a different language. Okay. All right. He uh, recently played for his home country in the World Cup. Okay. All right, who is it? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll give you some more. Uh, he is a midfielder. Midfielder. Now, he's not really known for his goal-scoring ability, but he has scored nine times for his Premier League club in what amounts to basically one full season. He came in midway through last season. Okay. 
Really? Yeah. So he scored nine times this year. He scored nine times over his 30 games oh. that he's played. Okay. Okay. All right. Gotcha. Uh, he wears number 39 for his team. Wow. 39. Yeah. Wow. He shares a name with a famous Sasha Baron Cohen character. Okay. So would it be the famous, famous Borat? Nope. Another character. Okay. So it might be an alley, potentially, nope. as in alley G? No. Nope. Nope. Another character. <laughs> I'll give you a hint. All right, there's a there's a Manchester United uh, player that uh, also has that name, um, but he's from Portugal. That's his first name. Wow, you've made this very tricky. So, so it's is it something with Anthony potentially? Nope. Nope. Wow. His home uniform can be worn by employees at Foot Locker. Okay, so he's playing for Newcastle. Yeah. All right. And he's 25. Where's number 39? Mm-hmm. From Brazil? Yes. Okay. And okay. And he's okay, gotcha. So now I'm figuring out. So this is it. Is it Bruno Gramares <laughs> it from is. Brazil? It is. Wow, that was a tough one. I know. I, I had. I thought it was time for a tough one. You've, you've had. A, <laughs> you've had too easy of a ride lately. So yeah, yeah, give you a yeah. Tough that's one. true. That's true. But yeah, yeah, don't you remember that Bruno character by Sasha Baron Cohen? He did the. Uh, it was like a like a gay supermodel or something like that. <laughs> I must. I, I remember it faintly, but yeah. it wasn't very popular. No, it was not. Which made that's it, why you. Yeah. That's why you took. That's why it threw me off. <laughs> That's what I was like, Borat. I'm like, how many Borats in the Premier League? How many Ali G's? I was like, Delhi Ali, he's already in Turkey somewhere. So I'm like, who the heck is this guy? Yeah. So yeah. Next week, the next week there will be uh, clues from 1940s movies. So, uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> just that's to, good to know. I, I can uh, at least up. watch a few, brush right. up ahead of time. In the exactly. meantime, it's time for this. Now, time for Adam's Weekend Soccer TV Tip. <laughs> Okay, back to the Premier League this weekend yeah. uh, with uh, regular fixtures, as we call them. What do we That's got? That's right. Yeah, so we, the game start on Friday this weekend. So we've got Aston Villa and Leeds, which will be a good one too. Um, but the biggest thing I think is going to be really, really good. It, it's it's a weekend of derbies. That's oh, what we like. We love, a, we love a good derby. We love a good derby. And I don't know how you're going to do this, Rick, but I think you're going to have to roll yourself out of bed oh, no. for this one. This is going to be a good one. 6.30 kickoff, Manchester United, Manchester City from Ooh. Old Trafford Ooh. on Saturday morning. That's going to be a good one. Or if you want to just like, oh, just watch the second half, but yeah. then get up for the next one. This is my second TV tip. You get two this weekend. Spurs, Arsenal, always a good one. North London derby at uh, Spurs is new. I think it's still called the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. I don't think they've even got a name yet for that stadium. So it's ten thirty kickoff. So you've got two derbies to watch this weekend. Should be really, really good. Spurs right. and Arsenal on Sunday, ten thirty, and then the Man U Man City six thirty kickoff. Oh boy! Enjoy. Well, I will be in Las Vegas this weekend. 
Nice. So, uh, so that'd be like four thirty. Even yeah. better. <laughs> Actually, have better chance of that than I do of the six thirty. That's true. Exactly. That's normally when you go to bed. So uh, just stay up, have some breakfast at the uh, Flamingo, and you'll be set. You'll be perfect. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Uh, free kicks is brought to you by Green White Soccer Club, and actually, that's why I'm going to Las Vegas. I'm going to watch our uh, over 48 team play in a, a tournament in Vegas. I, I thought you was the secret weapon. I thought you was going and putting the boots on and ready to play. Well, that's if they I need heard. somebody, if there are if there are like 12 injuries and they need someone to stand stationary, <laughs> I'm your guy. Yeah, you're the Cody Gapko. Come on, I get, am. get it done. All right, 65 years of soccer excellence. Green White provides a great travel soccer program for kids of all ages, led by former World Cup player and coach Mustafa Edders. Go to greenwhitesoccer.org. Now, if they ever have an over-60 tournament. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? Even then, the other 60-year-olds are in better shape than I am. (laughs) So So just for the the listeners, think about this. This is an over-48 tournament. Yeah. So think about the high level of soccer that's going to be going uh-huh. on at the sp- at the pace that they play. Yeah. And then you throw in Las Vegas. Oh, it's, I'm sure it's going to be some great soccer. So well <laughs> worth going to watch. Three games in three days. <laughs> three. And then the third day they're going to just – I just can't wait. <laughs> I think they have, they have that actually. It's called walking soccer. I think that's what they do. Um, a lot of people do it. I think that's what that third game is going to be. You want to run? No, I'm not running. I'm just going to walk to it. Okay. We'll see how it goes. I'll give you a but full two. report next week. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And by the way, you, as you joke about uh, the over 48s, I'm still not good enough to play on that team. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how bad I am. <laughs> but they're actually pretty good. They are. They are. Uh, special thanks to our executive producer, Tony Lasano with opishows.com. Opie is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. Distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place, radiomisfits.com. And we'll be back again next week, all refreshed from our trips. That's right. Uh, with a brand new episode of Free Kicks. The proceeding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Old Pie Productions. Tony, can you shut up? What do you get when you hear a celebrity minutia men interview, Dave? Rick, think of Dan Rather and Bill Maher having a kid. <laughs> Is that right? Yeah. So you'll get minutia. Right. What does a Damone from Fast Times at Ridgemont High really think about the movie? Only right? one place to find out, and that's Celebrity Minutia Men Interview, a Tony Lasano podcast. Go to opishows.com or wherever you find podcasts. Just search for Radio Misfits. Fits.